Welcome back to the Fit-ish Project, where we make fitness and health practical for the average person like me and you. It is your host, Lathan Bass, as always. Excited to get into another podcast this week. So uh, before we get started with this one, just want to say I am feeling a little bit stuffed up. So if I sound a little weird or if you hear some sniffles, um, I apologize. But the weather has not been fantastic here in the Midwest in good old Iowa. Super cold, got our first snow, and it's got some sniffles going on now. Don't feel the best, and um, but we'll make it through. We'll make it work, and uh, hopefully can still get you some good information, get you a good podcast this week, but just wanted to uh, let you know, give you a little forewarning. Um, so today's topic is actually one that I haven't touched on a whole lot directly. I've talked about it kind of indirectly in different podcasts, but it's something that I've seen come up more and more in social media, and... Um, I think it's important to talk about. It's something that plays a massive role in your health. It plays a massive role in the type of habits that you do each and every day. And it plays a super big role in your happiness, which all of those three things are super important. And so I thought that we'd take some time, dedicate a whole podcast to talk about this one certain thing. And it's not nutrition. Uh, it's not sleep. It's not even exercise. But it actually is relationships. So the number one determining factor in your health, like I said, is not nutrition, it's not sleep, it's not exercise, it's not any of that stuff that you would probably think of first and foremost, you know, it's not genetics, it's not any of that stuff. It is the relationships that you have around you. And the reason being is your closest relationships will play a role in every other factor that makes up your health, including things like your eating habits, your exercise habits, your sleeping habits, how stressed you are, how you handle stress, like all those different things are going to be affected by the people that you surround yourself with. Um, and this was something I came across years ago. And it's something that I would always show to my health class students when I was teaching high school uh, health classes, just because I wanted to really show them the importance of the people that they hang around with and how much influence those people can actually have. So I came across this study and it was called What Makes a Happy Life. It was a TED Talk. Um, it was you know, super short. You can Google it if you want and check it out. It's really interesting. It's only like 12 minutes long and it has like 45 million views. Uh, but basically, in a nutshell, this whole TED Talk was about the importance of relationships and how it is the most influential factor that plays on our health, happiness, and how long we live as well, which is kind of crazy to think about. So... What they did within this study is they took a large group of people and they basically followed them throughout their lifetime and they would contact them every, I can't remember if it was every five years or 10 years, but basically they would contact them every so often, periodically throughout their life. And they would give them these huge questionnaires and track things like, you know, their happiness, um, their health problems, their health issues, like all that different kind of stuff. And what they ended up finding out was all the people that were living the longest, the people that were happiest, the people that had the best health were all people who had great relationships in their life. And again, I think this goes to show you just the importance of being careful about who you surround yourself with. And, you know, I think it's something that we've heard since we were young kids about really being cognizant of who you hang around with, because you probably heard, you know, you become the average of the five people you spend the most time around. And I think that's very true because, again, you're going to start to adopt some of the habits, behaviors, all the things that the people around you are doing. You are most likely going to do that because as humans, you know, we like to be part of a group. We're communal people. 
basically we like to be in a community. We need others to survive. We don't like to be alone. We don't want to be you know, an outcast of the group. We like to fit in, we like to have friends. We like to have close relationships. So in order to get more relationships, have better relationships, we want to do the things that other people around us are doing so we can fit in. So you can see if you're around people who are doing things that you know make you healthier, make you happier, help you live a better life, then you're also probably going to have those same benefits. And so I was kind of thinking about this episode. And, you know, for me, I always like to relate things to either sports or fitness, just because those are two things that I'm really interested in. And I really understand. And it just helps me make sense of other topics when I can relate them to sports or fitness. So I was thinking about this from like a sports aspect. And if you've ever been on like a good sports team, you probably have seen and experienced this firsthand. Uh, For example, when you are on a good sports team and you have good players, you'll notice that those good players will make those around them better and they'll bring up those players who maybe aren't quite as skilled, who aren't quite as good because they have good leadership skills, because they play at a higher level. And just by those lower level players being around and seeing how those higher level players practice and carry themselves and go about the game, it will automatically bring their skills up as well. The opposite also happens too when you have like maybe your average players on the team who maybe aren't good enough to be starters. And those guys are really working super hard in practice, busting their butt to become a starter. And that forces, you know, the first teamers or the guys who are maybe a little bit better to work harder in order to keep their spot. So you can see it kind of works in both ways. Even like the least talented players on the team are super important as well, because you'll see these players are typically the ones who run like the scout teams and, you know, make sure all the drills go smoothly and things like that. They're kind of like a practice dummy in a sense. But these people are also super important too because every good team that I've ever been a part of or coached, they have a really good scout team because the scout team is important for giving you a good look based on what you're going to see for the next game. And if you have a crappy scout team, it's really hard to get a good feel for what you're going to see within the game. So the better your scout team is, ultimately the better your team is going to be as well. And then lastly, you have the coaches who are also a huge part of success on a team. Good coaches, you know, they make players better by bringing out their potential. They may not have even known they had. So you see this all the time from good coaches. They'll take players um, maybe who, you know, they have some skill or some raw talent, things like that, but they bring these players up. They help develop their skills. They help them mature. They help them learn the game, all those type of things. And they make these players just ultimately better than they ever could have been on their own. So you can see how all these relationships kind of play off of each other and they're very vital in the success of a team. You know, it really just comes down to the relationships that the teammates have between each other, coaches, teammates and the coaches, all those sort of things have to work together and you have to kind of bring each other up and make sure that you're holding each other accountable, doing all the right things, pushing each other. And that's where you start to see that success because again, you're bringing up the levels around each other, you're bringing each other up, you're making each other better. And when I was at Iowa doing my internship, uh, I've talked about that a little bit on this podcast before, but basically I had an internship with the football program where I was able to be part of the strength and conditioning staff, which, you know, trains the football players, gets them ready, um, lifting weights, running, all that kind of stuff. And being able to be a part of this internship program at the University of Iowa and seeing their football program and how it operates and how they bring guys in and all that kind of stuff was very, very beneficial. And it was like just a prime example of how important these relationships are and how vital they can be into making people into better versions of themselves. So for example, you'd see guys come in as freshmen who are, you know, pretty raw, maybe they're undersized, maybe they're not skilled enough, maybe they're a little immature, maybe they're 
football IQ isn't up to where it needs to be. Um, you know, all those different things that typical freshmen will have coming in because, you know, it's pretty rare for a freshman to come in and be complete and ready to go and ready to play on that type of, you know, level of football. So they need to come in and they need to develop. And by being in a good system, being around better players, being around better coaches, they will improve from their freshman year to their senior year. They will improve quite a bit. And this was something that I saw time and time again at Iowa. Um, guys who I never thought would even see much playing time would end up coming in and they'd end up starting a couple years later. And some of them would even end up making it to the next level and playing in the NFL. And again, this is something that Iowa is known for. It's not an accident that this happens. They bring in lower level players or lower recruited players, people who don't necessarily have you know, as much hype around them, maybe not as much skill, maybe not as flashy. And they'll bring these guys in, they'll put them in their system and put them around good people. And they'll pump out these guys who are like unrecognizable to when they come in. They're much better skilled. They're much more talented. And they end up doing really good things for Iowa. And again, sometimes even making it to the next level. There was, you know, a couple different freshmen. I remember when I was doing my internship, who I was like, Dude, these guys, like, they don't seem like anything special. Honestly, they don't seem like they even really belong on this team or that they're going to you know, be able to ever see the field. And now a couple of those guys are in the league right now in the NFL playing professional football at the highest level with the, some of the best athletes in the world. So it's pretty crazy to uh, just think about that and just understand the impact again of being in a good system and being around really good, positive people who can bring you up and, you know, help you realize your potential and help develop your potential. So again, you get the idea, the importance of relationships, you know, the importance of being around good people, the importance of being around people who want to get better, who are going to help to make you better, who are going to push you. And so how does that relate to like you individually? How does that relate to your health and your fitness and being happier and being a better person and all that stuff? So two different things that I wanted to touch on just about, you know, how you can implement this and how you can think about this and help use this, you know, concept to improve your life. So obviously taking advantage of being around people who are maybe on the same path as you can be super helpful. So getting around like-minded people or getting around people who you want to be more like, or maybe people who have the similar goals to you and maybe have achieved those goals or maybe are a little bit further ahead than you is a super big life hack. You know, if you want to be healthier, then get around people who care about being healthier. If you want to be happier, spend more time with happy people. If you want to be more fit, get around people who are going to be more fit. Now, this doesn't mean that you have to, you know, ditch all your friends or family, maybe who don't value health as much as you or value happiness or some of those other things as much as you do. But by spending more time around these people who are more like-minded, who are going to push you, who are going to motivate you, who are going to hold you accountable, you're just naturally going to see a rise in those areas within your life. Because again, as I said earlier, at the start of this podcast, as humans, we are communal beings. Like we like to be connected. We like to fit in. It just, it's in our DNA. It's in our genetics. Like we're, we want to be part of a community and being part of a community means that you need to kind of fit in. And so when you're around those type of people, you're going to do the things that help you fit in. If you're around a bunch of fit people, you're going to do those activities, those behaviors, you know, those habits that are going to help you fit in to fit in with that group, right? If you're around people who value health, you're going to do those things that they also do. Like you're going to eat a certain way. You're going to exercise a certain way. You're going to do all these things that help you be healthier in order to fit in with this group. So it's super simple. And again, it's something that we've been being told since we were young, you know, be careful about the people that you hang around with 
and be more conscious about the people that you choose to spend your time with. But it's just so true. And, you know, like I said, this study that they did, like a 75 year study is, is very good proof around how that is. And, you know, and thinking about this more in like practical terms, so like some things that you can do, like to actually get around these people, you know, because it can be hard, like, where do I find these people who are going to help me, you know, kind of level up? Like, where where can I find all these people if I don't currently have them in my life? Well, you know, things that you can do is go to places where these people hang out, right? So if you want to be healthier, if you want to be stronger, if you want to be more fit, you could join a gym where a lot of these people are at or join a workout group where a lot of these people are at. You could find a training partner who maybe is stronger than you, maybe has more experience than you, maybe they've done some of the things that you want to do. You can always find either a coach or a trainer to help you out, somebody you know who has some expertise in some of the things that you want to do. That's going to help you as well. And just start paying attention to what these types of people do. And obviously, you know, this is a health and fitness podcast. It's what I talk about a lot, but this goes for really any areas of your life. Like if you want to improve in a certain aspect, if you want to be more kind or you want to be more happy or you want to be more disciplined, then start paying attention to what those types of people are doing. Like I'm sure if you really thought about it, you could probably find some people in your life who have some of these traits or maybe have some of the things that you want to have. Check out what they're doing. See the way they approach life and the way that they carry themselves and the actions that they're doing on a daily basis because success leaves clues. And if you pay attention to what other people are doing, it's a good way to figure out some of the things that maybe you could be doing and some of the things that could help you improve. It's not to say that you know you have to copy you know what somebody else is doing verbatim because you know exactly what they're doing might not be the best for what you want but again success leaves clues in being able to be a little bit more observant and really just hone in on some of those things that these people are doing can be super helpful it seems kind of silly when you think about it but once you start paying attention to these types of things you'll start to notice that it becomes a little bit easier to do these things and it becomes a little bit easier to start to shift your identity into, you know, one of these types of people that you're trying to be. So again, for example, if you're trying to be healthier, maybe you have a friend who's super healthy and, you know, they do all these things and you wish that you could be a little bit more healthy. You wish that you could, you know, do some of the things they do. You wish that you could change your body composition or get stronger or feel more confident. And you see that this friend of yours has all these things and they've been able to accomplish it. Well, have a conversation with them, start hanging out with them more, start you know, picking their brain a little bit to see some of the things that they do so that you can start incorporating that into, you know, your life and into your habits, into your actions. Because once you can get to a place where like your identity starts to shift and you start to think like these people and start to act like these people, the behavior part of it becomes almost automatic, you know, because for example, how I used to live and the things I used to do and the actions, you know, that I used to partake in, like when I was 300 pounds versus you know, where I'm at now, 100 pounds later, more fit, more confident, you know, more healthy than I've ever been in my entire life is vastly, vastly different. And because I was, you know, identity wise, I was just a completely different person. Like the things that I identify with now and the way that I see myself now is just completely different than when I was at 300 pounds. Like the way I ate, the way I exercised, the way I approached life, the way I was making decisions, the people I was hanging around with are even a little different, right? The things that I was consuming on social media, like all those things are just so much different now than they were back then. And that all plays a role into helping shift your identity into a place where, you know, you start to feel like one of these healthy people, 
and you start to really you know walk the walk and you're not just somebody who feels like you're super out of place because it starts to become more natural you start to do these things and again they start to become more automatic so that's the first part that i wanted to talk about like if you can find ways to get around people that have done the things you want to do or that you know are going to make you a better person make you a healthier person a happier person all those sorts of things that you're looking to achieve in your life i feel like it's one of the most practical things that we can do is to get around some of these people and just like spend some time around them talk to them be with them but it's something that we overlook quite a bit and i think that if more people would take the time to you know kind of find these people and search these people out and really make an effort to get around these people more often, they would see that their life would start to change quite a bit. So that is number one I wanted to talk about. Number two, so the second thing that I wanted to talk about is what if you can't find these people? Maybe, you know, you're having a tough time getting some of these, you know, getting around people who you think can help level you up. Uh, maybe you are, you know, in a place where you just don't have connections to these types of people right now in your life. So the other thing that I think about with this whole conversation is being the example. So sometimes you are going to be in groups and where, you know, maybe there aren't those people who are bringing you up. Maybe there aren't those people who, you know, you can look up to who are going to motivate you, who can help make you discipline. Maybe it's friends, maybe it's family members, but at times you're going to be around some people who aren't as like-minded as you. So this is your chance to be the example. This is your chance to bring those people around you up. And again, like, you know, thinking about that sports analogy, some of the most important players on the team, those are the people who can help, you know, set the example. Maybe they practice really hard. They always give really good effort. They're doing all the right things. They're doing all the little things. They help motivate their teammates. You know, they make other people want to be better. Like those are really important people to have on their your team because they help bring other people up, right? And you can do that in your own life. You can be that person who helps hold people accountable. You can be that person that sets the example. You can be that person that helps to motivate people. Um, and this is something that you can use as a mindset to help hold you accountable as well. Because when you think about it from terms of like, okay, I need to be the example for my family, or I need to be the example for my friend group, or I need to be the example at my gym, like that helps to hold you accountable as well. It helps to hold you to a higher standard because you're not just doing it for yourself. You're doing it for the people around you as well. And personally, I know this is something that I've used a lot in the past and has helped me to stay accountable because you know, I've had a lot of people ask me, you know, over the last seven, eight years since I've really made the transformation of you know, losing 100 pounds, I've had people ask me questions and, you know, be impressed with what I've been able to do. And they ask me questions about, you know, how I did it, how I improved, like, what are things that you did? Like, tell me how you did it, like, help me out. And obviously, I'm a coach now and I help people do that. But that just goes to show you, like, people are always watching, even when you may not know that they are watching. Like, I've had people reach out to me before and, you know, tell me that, you know, they saw a post of mine and it motivated them to get started or, you know, they saw, you know, they weren't really feeling working out and then they looked on my social media and they saw that I was working out and that motivated them to work out. So there's always people that are going to be watching you even when you don't really know it. And so being that person who can stay accountable and set that example can be super, super important. Again, not just for you, but for the people around you, because there's plenty of days where I don't want to work out. I would say at least a couple times a week, there's days where I don't really want to work out. You know, I just, I'd rather just hang out and, you know, do some, do something else and just kind of be a bum a little bit. But I work out because I know that there's other people who probably don't want to work out as well. But if they see me working out, well, maybe that might motivate them to work out. And I want to set a good example and I want to practice what I preach. 
So I'm going to work out. Like there's days where, you know, I could just go into a freaking buffet and just go crazy. Like I could do that so easily. Like that was my whole thing when I was 300 pounds. Like I would, I could just eat like crazy and I still could if I really wanted to, but that's not really the person that I am anymore. That's not the example that I'm trying to set for other people. And so again, using that as kind of a little mindset trick on yourself to think like, okay, people are watching me, you know, what example am I setting for other people? Am I making, you know, a good example for these people who are trying to get better? Those people who are looking up to me, like, am I doing the right things? Like, am I acting in a way that, you know, is going to help benefit them as well? Because one thing that I heard a while back, and that's always kind of stuck with me, it's one of my favorite quotes, but it says, the world is changed by examples and not by opinions. So be an example. And the fact of the matter is, you know, like I said, people are watching you, especially if you're somebody who's like a parent or, you know, you're somebody in your family who has a more prominent role, like your family's watching you, you probably have friends that are watching you. So be the example for those people who are watching you. There's no better way, I think, to influence people around you than to be a good example. Because the fact of the matter is most people don't really like being told what to do. Like you can go and tell you know, your friends or your family, like, oh, they should be working out, they should be eating this way, they should be doing this, they should be doing that. But most people, they just don't really like being told what to do. And I think that's just kind of natural as, as humans, like we'd rather figure things out for ourselves and we want to be autonomous and we want to, you know, feel like we kind of have some things figured out and we're making the choices on our own. And so for me, what I found is that being a good example and, you know, setting that example for others around you and seeing like, how much better you feel and the energy you have and the better and how much better you look and all these certain things that you can do through health and fitness encourages other people around you to start asking you questions, to start inquiring about how they can do some of these things, maybe asking you for help and advice. And then eventually they start to get into it for themselves. And that's when real change happens because you can't make anybody change. You can't force anybody to change. It ultimately has to be the decision of that person. And so by setting a good example and really showing them you know, how much better this can make their life, you might be able to influence them to make that change for themselves. So again, just something that I think can be super powerful, you know, being the example and setting that good example for those around you. If maybe you are that person who is, you know, the more healthy person, the more fitness driven person, the person who can help improve people. And I think that's important. And, you know, that's not to say that just because you're that person that you can't learn from other people. I think that we all kind of have our own traits and our characteristics and things that we can learn from different people, no matter who they are, whether they're above you in certain aspects or below you in certain aspects, like you can always take away certain things and learn certain things from really anybody. Like if you really just stop and listen and have a conversation and have the mindset that you want to learn and grow, like you can learn stuff from anybody. But again, if you're somebody in a more prominent position, maybe you've really you know, nailed things down within your fitness life or within health or whatever the case may be, like different aspects of your life, like be the example for those people who are around you because it makes a bigger difference than you realize. And uh, with that being said, it comes to a uh, conclusion here, kind of wrapping this thing up, um, just, you know, just a couple points to bring home. Like I said, realizing that relationships are crucial to your health. They're, you know, the number one determining factor, according to this study. Relationships are super important for your health, for your happiness, for how long you live. So just be be more conscious about the people that you're spending a lot of your time around and try to be a little bit more mindful of being around people who are going to bring you up. Get around those people. And then secondly, try to be the example too. Like it's not just everybody else's problem around you or their, you know, their job to bring you up. It's also your job to bring some of those other people who are around you up as well. So be the example in your health 
in your life, in happiness and fitness and all those different areas where, you know, you could be a good example, try to do that to the best of your ability. And with that being said, wrapping this whole thing up, um, still have some one-on-one coaching spots available. If you're interested in that, you can check out the link in the bio. Like I said last time, I know that as we're getting close to the end of the year, a lot of people are busy in the holidays and things like that. But I know things are going to start to fill up right at the beginning of the year because they always do. That's when everybody's on their fitness kicks and trying to get into it. So if you want to lock down a spot, make sure you uh, check out that link or just message me and I will get you some more information about that. And with that, I appreciate you guys listening as always, and we will see you next week.